This podcast is going to be about how podcasting changed me and how it might just change the world. I began podcasting only last summer, and I did so because I had a student, I'll call her Amy, and I am a professor, as I've mentioned before, and I was teaching a class on classroom management, and everything was great. I was giving out the final assignment, which I asked students to compose a video on a number of topics which they could choose from. And then a student with visual impairments joined the register, and I'll call her Amy. And when I saw Amy, I thought, hmm, I have to come up with some ideas to accommodate Amy for this course. So I promptly went to the Office of Accessibility and I learned a lot about adapting the work for Blackboard and and it wasn't that hard and it was greatly appreciated and so on. But when it came to this final project, I figured, let me try something. So off the top of my head, I said, why don't you make a podcast? And she said, cool, that's great. So I'm the type of teacher who, if I'm going to teach something, especially something technical, I try to learn it before I teach it, at least to reach out to techs and people who can help me. So I promptly went to Barnes and Noble and I bought a book on podcasting and then I exchanged it for a bigger book on podcasting and decided, hmm, let me listen to a few podcasts. And I picked out some really good ones and I found that I had listened to podcasts before, but I never really thought about them. So I picked out Jennifer Gonzalez and The Cult of Pedagogy, which I had heard of from various sources, and I loved it. So I used it in the course, and I used it in other courses, and I found one from NPR on uh, Zero Tolerance, and I used that one. I thought it was great. And then I thought, why don't I see if I could figure out how to do this so I can explain it to the student? So I began to tool around with my Mac and I figured there's got to be a simple way to do this. I spent about 35 bucks on this book, but I wasn't coming up with anything simple or easy. Everything seemed complicated and I didn't have time to take a course on it or anything like that. So I, I just found a very simple way of recording myself and course it was easy enough but then uploading it to a website or a, a public site wasn't was not simple I had some trouble and I figured hmm let me try one of these apps these podcasting apps so I picked the simplest one and my podcasting book sat on the shelf a bit I still haven't figured out how to use some of the things that they're suggesting that make perfectly clear sense, but they're too time consuming right now. And I tried this out and I made a podcast and I found that it was easy to upload through the site, that there were some bells and whistles that I could do. And I decided, let me just keep it very simple. And my student who was missing a few classes said to me, 
can you meet with me? I want to make up the class. And so we did. And we talked until the sun went down. Uh, she started telling me her whole life story about how she became blind. And it was really, really inspirational to hear her story. And she was an incredibly good storyteller. And I just listened and listened. And then she started asking me questions about myself. And without really realizing it, I began to open up and I began to share with her some roadblocks I had been having with my own academic work. And she said to me, listen, never mind that, forget that. Make a podcast. She said, the world needs to hear what you have to say. And when you get around to doing the other stuff, that's fine, but you need to do this. And I want to see you do this. And it was funny that the student became the teacher. So this whole idea of podcasting really appealed to me and I tried it out and I put one podcast up on this site and it found this particular site found six other platforms for me and I pressed the button yes and I was like uh oh this is going public and I said to myself okay I've done some fooling around with blogs before and nothing really happened and I've made some websites and I never really followed up on them. Nothing's going to happen. So I went and used some of the podcasts that I had for a summer course that I was doing. And I just, I put up a bunch of links to some podcasts that I made and I just let the students choose what they wanted to listen to. I put up Jennifer Gonzalez's podcast and the one from NPR and a few others and some videos and I said choose what you want to listen to and you can choose a reading instead and a lot of the students gave me positive feedback but that's not why I did it. I did it because I really felt that I had to get a message out there on some of the ideas that I had that I just couldn't write fast enough about. And so while I was busy creating this summer course, I noticed that I had a listener, just one listener, but the listener was from New Zealand. And I found that, wow, this is so cool. And could this be even real? How could somebody from New Zealand listen to me? And soon, Thereafter, I started to get 10 listens and 25 and and within a month I was up to 100 and I thought, okay, that's probably the students in my course and maybe it's, maybe it's even me listening to it, but then I saw it wasn't from my area, it wasn't from my app that I was using. And so I started to feel like maybe I could take some of the manuscripts that I wrote and didn't quite publish on some that I didn't even quite finish, and maybe I could turn them into short shows or stories that I could possibly just randomly speak about. And I tried it, and it was amazing to me when I listened to myself, because sometimes I heard myself and I said, no, that won't do, and I did record the whole thing over and over. And when I was sometimes not even satisfied with what I spoke about, I would put it up as a podcast. And 
and I would give a little description about what I wrote and said to myself, gee, you know, these are the parts of the book that I didn't publish that I'm just going to test pilot and see people's reaction. And I got a few good reactions from the students in my class. And then a colleague listened to it and then somebody who works for me. And little by little, I was feeling like this was something I really wanted to do. It made me feel that I could speak about something that I felt passionate about without any kind of judgment. I didn't get any real remarks on my site or any comments, which made me feel great because I was reading Brene Brown's book, which she got some pretty bad comments on a YouTube site. I didn't get anything like that, nothing at all. And I felt that I could just get the message out to the world about things that I was trying to write about, but just, I just couldn't get around to completely editing them or I couldn't get the right publisher for them. The, the thoughts wouldn't come together. And the podcasting helped my writing because when I heard myself speak, I was able to write better. And when I wrote better, I was able to convey the message in a more clear manner or allow myself different styles within the podcast. So sometimes I would just read from something I wrote and sometimes I would research and incorporate the research. And sometimes I would just speak randomly about a topic that I was passionate about. And I began to notice more and more podcasts everywhere, podcasts on everything. And maybe it's like when you're getting married, you start to notice everybody else getting married. And when you're pregnant, you start to notice all the pregnant women, you start to like notice all the outfits. And maybe it's that kind of same phenomenon. But I started to think about what sounds good and what doesn't sound good. And some podcasts I heard were promoting, were commercialized, they were promoting things. And some podcasts were just people randomly talking and interviewing and some were unedited and some had wonderful covers and some were winning awards and prizes and some were just people promoting things that they had. And I would go to a certain Starbucks in the summer and I would sit outside, they had outside seating and I would listen to podcasts and most most of the ones I chose were commercialized and they were promoting something but there was something fascinating about the whole phenomenon because I was thinking to myself how this is a grassroots effort to change the world in some ways because anybody can start their own podcast it's not like publishing or when you have somebody who's interested in your art and you're, there's a gallery owner and the gallery owner gets to talk about how they want the, the paintings to be hung or it's that the person who's podcasting me gets to speak from my heart or from my point of view unedited without any interference. And when I think about how few things are really that clear and really that pure in terms of art and creation that 
everything these days is commercialized. Even some of the books that I read that are self-published, there's always this like replication and writing for somebody or speaking for somebody at a trade show, promoting oneself. And I think about when I started this podcast, I said to myself, I'm not going to promote myself in particular because if I speak about what I'm passionate about and give people information that they could actually use, that's what people will hear. They're not interested in buying my product right now. They're not interested in hearing other products I want to sell. They're interested in gaining pure information. And this is something that's very hard to find these days. You can go to a bookstore and buy a good book and get pure information, or you can go to a library. But behind all of that, in the, in the, uh, Beneath the curtain is a publisher and an editor and peer editors and advertisers. And when you podcast, unless you monetize your podcast, there is none of that. So I think of all of the great ideas that could be transmitted through podcasting. And I think about the pure the potential for it to be so pure and so much the author's or the podcaster's word. And that makes me very, very excited because when I was a kid, as the the youngest child, I really only wanted to express myself through either writing poetry or drawing. I would draw a lot and But when it came to expressing myself in school, I felt like there were many obstacles in the way the teachers didn't like the forms that I used in my essay, or they didn't like my work as far as writing a paper. I did very well on standardized tests and so on because I knew the formula, but that was very formulaic writing. And I sort of ran across that when I was trying to sell my work commercially, that my work would sell if I followed a formula and I didn't do a good job of following a formula because that's not me. That's not where my strength lies. I'm not a formulaic person. I can do that when I teach. I can teach to the test. I'm perfectly capable of it, but that is not where my strength lies. And I think that that is not necessarily pure art. Even when I have written some poetry recently, and when I got some feedback from a literary magazine, they said to me, oh, it sounds like an inside joke. It sounds like the work isn't quite developed yet. And I was thinking to myself, well, I wrote about a lot of regional things in New York and some of it was humorous and some of it was just fun. It was something I took took out of a, cl- a class and I ran away with it a little bit. And I was thinking about all the people who made a sensation based on just being themselves. Somebody like Seinfeld, you know, his work was considered too regional, too this, too that. 
and then sooner or later it took off and it was sort of a cult and people got into it and then it wasn't a cult anymore it was mainstream and people it was part of culture and it became part of culture and i was thinking about the potential that when you are yourself and you do speak from the heart or you do present the unique things about yourself how very tough it is to sell that and how very rare it is that it catches on and then you have to go and you have to replicate it because it has to be sort of a product and with podcasting it's more like you talk and it's interactive in a sense that you're interacting with yourself and your audience and your audience can either decide to listen to you or your audience could decide not to listen to you it's that pure and simple it's like in the ancient times when people told stories around a fireplace uh, or a, a fire a bonfire people listen to each other and they either liked the story or they didn't like the story but it became this art of respectful listening and then it became part of the culture or tradition and i think that podcasting is going to be the new culture and tradition of storytelling that each of us has a story to tell whether our story is non-fiction and we use research or advice like i do in most of my podcasts or the narratives that we tell the unique narratives that cannot get out through commercialized work because they're edited to death or they cannot get out through the art world because the art world has its own uh, politics or they can't get out in school because it's not following a certain format so podcasting is really free form it's the kind of free form talking that i believe can change the world there's so much potential for ideas to be out there that are unedited that are uncensored and it allows the self to come through so to finish up my story about my student who has inspired me I feel very lucky and grateful to be a teacher who learns from their students and to have received that little uh, jolt of inspiration from this particular person. And I think about her world and I think about how listening is 99.9% of how she takes in information and touch listening and how that was a very very big uh, learning curve for me to think about how she took in the information that i gave to her and the opportunity for her to do a podcast and for her to get her message out to the world and i hope that students like her and students like others who have a learning disability or a possible disability where they don't derive that much from print can also find ways to express themselves and to take in information and to find ways that they can become their best selves through different medias other than 
print or the usual way of learning. And there's, you know, a world to learn about print and books and um, the combination of media now with videos that have print in them. But uh, there's many, many ways to take in information. And I do believe that podcasting is a grassroots effort that will make a difference for students in the world of education and for students who are trying to be their best creative selves. So I recommend trying it with your students or your friends and your um, nonprofit organizations. Thank you for listening.